But for those whom he calls to be his disciples, remember, you do not choose me, but I have chosen you. For those whom he calls to be his disciples, we move to another level of relationship with him. And this is where you might say, we begin to experience Jesus as Savior. The word Savior means a healer. And the early Christians spoke about Jesus very often as the divine physician. He healed us of the wounds of sin, of the wounds of, of our suffering, the wound of humanity. And no one gets very far in life without being wounded, without being hurt, without having their self-esteem damaged or their hope disappointed or their love rejected or without the experience of betrayal or being let down. No one gets very far without being hurt. And those hurts, those wounds that life gives us, just for example, take the experience of being betrayed, being let down. Those can run very deep into our psyche and into ourselves. And then to deal with those wounds, we often build walls to protect ourselves. This isn't going to happen to me again. I'm not going to put myself in that position again. So we start to get hardened hearts. We start to build up resistance to love, resistance to other people. We become more isolated, less trusting. And then we wonder why we're sad. This is where we need healing. And for some people, who we could call the disciples of Jesus, the experience of his teaching, of his living word, enters into us and begins to heal us of those, from those, of those wounds. It may be through any number of ways. It is through many different ways. Maybe through scripture, maybe through friends, maybe through an inspired spiritual teacher, maybe through the sacraments. Different ways, different people. He gets in in all sorts of different ways. He'll find a way under the door, if we, even if we've locked the door. And when we, when, then we begin to sense that we are feeling better as a result of this relationship with Jesus as teacher. We begin to feel more self-acceptance and wholeness. We begin to see how we can relate to other people better, more lovingly. We're capable of forgiving 
the hurts that people have put upon us, of letting them go. We're capable of more compassion. We're capable of being more patient with ourselves. Even though we've got lots of problems and lots of sins and lots of faults, but we don't beat ourselves up all the time. These are the ways in which we begin to experience the saving work, the healing work of Jesus. It's gradual. There may be dramatic moments, but it's gradual. And it is irreversible. It's not just a temp it's not like the pills you take and you've got toothache, the temporary relief of pain. It's a curing, it's a healing. In the Gospels, Jesus is often shown as a healer, a miraculous healer. But he, again, he didn't want his disciples advertising him as Jesus, the miraculous healer. He told them not to, not to promote him like that. But in all those healing, or many of those healing stories, he heals by touching. And he still heals us by touching us. There is an interior touch, a spiritual touch, which heals. When his power comes into us, and as we begin to recognize Jesus in this way as our Savior, as one who heals in our life, then our relationship with him has now moved to a much deeper and more personal and intimate one. He's no longer just, you know, a great spiritual teacher of humanity, but we now have a personal mysterious and it will be expressed in different ways by different people. It's very difficult to speak about your love for someone else. It's a very intimate, personal, private experience. It can be shared, but it's difficult to express. <clears throat> 